This is Shannon Ray Davis, and you are listening to Omega Man Radio. Welcome to my world, the world of the Omega Man. Join us here for the nightly marathon, broadcasting Monday through Friday. You can find us here on YouTube, and we encourage you to report for duty. Get trained up. World of the Saints is coming. You want to be an overcomer and endure till the end. We will teach you how. We cast out devils. We command healing to the sick in Jesus' name. And we preach the full gospel of Jesus Christ to win souls for Jesus. I want to encourage you right now to subscribe right here on YouTube to this channel. Smash the like button and share a link to our live chat room to everyone you know right there on Facebook. Get them to come on out and tune in and join in the fight against the host of hell. If you'd like to support this work financially, we have a PayPal button on our website. We have GoFundMe, Zelly, even Take Bitcoin. And we thank you in advance for partnering with us. Our website is OmegaManRadio.com. One more thing before we start tonight's show. To the demons tuning in. We're coming for you, demon. No demon is safe. Excited to be here with Pastor Joseph Jozetsky coming to you from Edmonton, Alberta, Canada. Yeah. Um, the land of the tyrannical ruler who is shutting down social media. Apparently, yeah. um, you are not getting any news feeds over there in Canada. Is that true? No, I get. Uh, what do you mean by news feeds? Well, supposedly, if social media platforms want to operate in Canada. There's a whole list of things they have to uh, submit to, and I heard that independent media is no longer independent, except for Rebel News, and one of their guys just got arrested. Yeah, Rebel News, yes, that's that's true. But, you know, we all have Internet. We know exactly what's going on. And this tyrannical government is going out, 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 out. From my province, that didn't even happen. That not even happened in states. From my in my province, the premier Daniel Smith objected to uh, to the trans agenda for children. Oh my goodness! That, praise God for it's that. A, the, the, the liberals, Marxist leftists, are melting down. This is just, this is a shock. They're having heart attack. They don't know what to do. And other premiers looking on the other provinces are looking at her. She's a Deborah. I prayed for her. So uh, three dot the clock is ticking. He will be out. You Just know, watch. I wonder. I'm, I wonder if this is a spirit of discernment that he is a homosexual in the closet. I don't know that. But that guy's got some. Problems. I wouldn't be surprised at all. That's why his wife is leaving him. Well, you know what? The Lord knows all about it. And uh, could we open up in prayer for Canada today, and come in agreement that God uncover what is covered there and move this guy out of the office and put in a godly man? Over to you. You want to pray, or you want yes. me to pray for it? Uh, let me start off in prayer. 
Yes, you do. You. Yeah, that would be great. Hey, our American brother, yes. Let's do it right now. Let's stand up for Canada, folks. Amen. Father Yehovah, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, we lift up Canada to you tonight. God, they're in bondage, like many parts of the world, with tyrannical rulers Amen. who do not yeah. serve you and keep your commandments, but serve another God. And we're asking in the name of Jesus right now that you would uncover what has been covered there. God, bring light to their sins that are committed in the darkness. We ask that you would expose what needs to be exposed all the way up there to the highest office, prime minister, to the court system, to all the others, God, that are standing in the way of righteousness and trying to subjugate your people there and stifle freedom. Amen. We bind the strong man over Canada right now. In the name of Jesus, bind every demon in operation there. Bind all the Amen. princes and powers of the air, rulers of darkness and high places. We ask God yes. in Jesus' name that you lose confusion on the camp of the enemy. Confound their language that they cannot even communicate. Let the enemy turn yes. on itself and be destroyed. Yes. Like when the enemy came up against Gideon, God. We're asking this in Jesus' name. We break every word curse and all witchcraft. Yes. Sent against the people there in Canada in the name of Jesus. Every demonic force there be bound up in the name of Jesus. We ask God that you would loose warrior angels to Canada to surround it and begin to close ranks and attack every wicked spirit in operation there. We confess the sins, God of the nation. Forgive those sins. Yes. Pour out your goodness, mercy, and grace on Canada. God, have mercy. We ask that you would avenge us. Avenge those who have been persecuted and arrested trying to have church. We ask, God, that you would help us and that you would either bring repentance to Trudeau or move him out of the way, God. Amen. Pluck him up at the roots if he's not willing to bow his knee and repent. Confess Jesus Christ as Lord. We ask this right now, Father God, in Jesus' name. Over to you, Brother Joseph. Amen. Father God, just thank you and to together there you are. Father God, I agree with my brother. Lord God, of praying for our nation. In Jesus' name, you said you're looking for you're looking for a man to stand in the gap between you and the nation. It's two of us, Lord God. Elijah was man like us, but he prayed and he saved Israel, Father God, from imminent destruction and judgment. In Jesus' name, amen. <coughs> Praise God. Thank you, folks. For joining us tonight, we've got a great broadcast. Pastor Joseph Jasinski in the house during the program. Go to his website, JesusDelivers.com. With that, Brother Joseph, the mic is yours. Take it away. Amen. Well, praise God. What a great season we really are. And it's kind of a paradox because, you know, um, from one on one hand, the Word of God says darkness is becoming gross darkness. You know, so it's darkness which you can feel it. When you read the uh, Exodus, and when the darkness came as one of the judgment, you could feel the darkness so dense. You know, and um, but at the same time, the word of God says, "Arise and shine." This is your hour. I believe, Lord God, I believe this is the hour for the church to arise. I believe actually this hour for the remnant because the church. With all love for the church, for Jesus loves every church, small, 
big conservative, you know, just charismatic, even the charismaniacs he loves, you know, and, you know, they're just going overboard <laughs> and need deliverance, you know, but God loves his church, you know, just, but the church, Bible says, when the man slept, the enemy came and saw you know, the seeds, you know, of destruction, weeds, you know, and, uh, and, 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 you know, when they woke up, there was, you know, a wheat, and there were weeds, or the church was sleeping. Because on our, how could on our watch, the enemy did what they did with this whole culture? It takes four generations to do this type of a job and subvert all the academia. Four generations. So this is nothing but the church was sleeping during the time of, you know, this pandemic, it was sleeping, you know. But God loves us. He's waking us up. We were born for such a time as this. Ah, and God is calling us, calling us. It will be the remnant, but he's calling us, you know. So I am... So, you know, things are shaking, you know, there was this interview of uh, Carson Tucker, um, who's um, um, with, um, with Putin, Putin, you know, yes. and, uh, you know, it's just amazing, you know, because this will look all the way, pray for his protection on him. What of fire is a cry to fire? No weapon for my guest, you should prosper, I condemn the tanks of the enemy calling him father got all kinds of names, threats of all kinds, local every plot will fall to the ground. Logot he loves America as as Logot as um the uh, J. Trump, <laughs> Lord God loves America. God, he just wanted people to know the other side of the story. Finally, we heard lots of from the Ukrainian side. This is time to hear it from the other side, both sides, so we can judge. So we just thank you, Lord God, for what you're doing, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God. And uh, the Supreme Court of America is right now. Uh, God um, um, debating the case, Father God, of this, you know, excluding Trump from the ballots for sure. Look, like democracy will uh, will triumph over this, Father God. It's unbelievable that tax and the, the resilience you gave to uh, Donald J. Trump, the resilience you gave to our Premier of Alberta, Daniel Smith, Father God, in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord God, you, you, you're you waking up your church. You're waking up your church. Thank you for the rever- uh, um, remnant and those who you're calling, Father God, in Jesus' name. Well, today it's, uh, I chose Moses' call to deliverance. You know, of course, that was deliverance on a kind of a different, you know, just dimension. But still deliverance, you know, the principles are there. So we, we're going to have some lessons from Exodus chapter 3 and 4, you know. Um, there's always the, the small bunch who will... I listen to the call and just do it, you know. But let's go and see about Moses, you know. The principles are there. You know, when he was called to deliverance, he was 80 years old. I'm not 80 years old, by the way. And um, Joshua and Caleb were 80 years old. They missed 40 years. 40 years was delayed their destiny. Because of some who didn't want to fight. The church didn't want to fight. And that's what we have right now. A mess. 
the church is waking up slowly. God will wake up his church, you know, and deliverance will go everywhere. God started to deliver outside church circles, calling, you know, just uh, young women and who never asked for it, young men who was a warlock, some others who never asked for it. But to wake up the church, Lord God, and when the church sees the deliverance happening outside the door of the church, says God is using platform of deliverance to bring revival, outpouring of the Holy Spirit, wake up the regions, because the paths of darkness be bound, because people know spiritual warfare. Lord God, in Jesus' name, Lord God. So we thank you for this time, Lord God. So these are the lessons Moses called to deliverance. Lesson from Exodus 3, 4, you know, these are the objections many may have to uh, to be in deliverance ministry, you know. But God, God is our God, is a God of all. Deliverance is number one sign to follow. Number one, God is God of order. He's the person, the last, the Alpha and Omega, you know, the author and finish. And the first sign to follow that belief is deliverance. Why? Because after they are saved, that should be a cleanup. Perfect evangelist is Philip, you know, because he went to Samaria, preached Christ unto them. So there was mass salvation. The Bible says, and people saw and heard miracles. How can you hear a miracle? For unclean spirits with loud voices came out of many, so it was mass deliverance. And many were healed, so it was mass healing. One man went to Samaria, was mass salvation, mass deliverance, and mass healing in one shot. When you deliver people, you know, right away is deliverance, 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 and 90% of them will walk Ten years later, strong in the Lord. If not, it's only 10%. And that percentage was proven in Argentina. You know, um, 90% walking strong in the Lord because after salvation is deliverance, deliverance, deliverance. And in America, you know, Canada, United States, Canada, only 10%. Why? Because we just don't have it. But let's go to the story with Moses, you know, just, you know. Now Moses, you know, was a miracle child, obviously, saved from the genocide, you know, and uh, and uh, and brought up, you know, just in the court of Pharaoh, you know. And um, the Bible says, you know, and Moses was in Acts, I go to Acts in this case, Stephen relating, you know, the story. And Moses was learned in all the wisdom of Egyptians, and was mighty in words and deeds, or in the carnal things of the world, he was just, he was mighty. And when he was full, 40 years old, it came into his heart, obviously God put it there, to visit his brethren, the children of Israel, obviously somebody told them, you're not pure Egyptian, you are a Hebrew, I think one of them suffered wrong. He defended him and avenged him that that was oppressed and smote the Egyptian. This is the carnal way of trying to deliver people, help people, psychology and things. But he supposed his brother would have understood how that God by his hand would deliver them, but they understood not. So he felt there was the calling but he was not yet, um, had not a counter with God, you know, for his going to be fulfilled God's way. And the next day he showed himself unto them as they strove, and would have set them at one 
again saying sirs you brethren why do you wrong do you wrong one to another but he did but he that did his neighbor wrong thrust him away saying who made you a ruler and a judge over us will thou kill me as thou didst uh, as you killed the Egyptian yesterday then fled Moses at this saying and was a stranger in the land of Midian where he begat two sons when the 40 years expired he was 40 years when he was on the run and 40 years expired something happened to him <laughs> they repeated unto him the word, in the wilderness of Mount Sinai an angel of the Lord in a flame of fire in a bush so 40 years were needed to prepare vessel for master use. Just think about it. How long, how long, how much time God needs to prepare you? You know, everybody right away, right away, anointing, anointing, I want God give me the anointing. Well, why would God give you the anointing? You run and set up another denomination, the last thing we need. You know, you have to be ready to handle anointing. There's a greater anointing, but the vessels are not ready. Pastor Wally wrote in a booklet number 34 concerning mental illnesses. He knows that the church is not ready, and he wrote about it like he even himself maybe was not ready, you know, for this anointing that, you know, the mental illness. Uh, people would be mentally sick, would be delivered fast, you know, or not sent to euthanasia like in Canada, you know. <laughs> they need deliverance, <laughs> you know. So, praise the Lord, you know, um, not some, you know, just, you know, just euthanasia, crazy things, you know. But anyway, uh, that anointing is coming, you know, that I've seen this seasonal anointing in Africa twice and once in Indonesia when people were brought in in chains to the meetings that were set free in one shot. But it was 40 years, God, it's, you know, it's <laughs> appearing to Moses. Now, this teaching is about call to deliverance. In this case, it's, uh, you know, we using Moses' example. Many were called to deliverance ministry, few passed the test. Just like the Marines, you know, um, they said 80% passed the test, but 75% are discharged in the first year. <laughs> That's the truth. I just read it, you know, I just found it, yeah. So... <clears throat> So let us go and see, you know, what happened. You know, and um, the same thing which happened with Moses, we can face the same thing in our call to deliverance. My first point, I will send thee. God wants to send us. Now Moses kept the flock of Jethro, his father-in-law, the priest of Midian. He led the flock to the backside of the desert. So it's 40 years is passing by. He doesn't expect what is going to happen. Came to the mountain of God, even to Horeb. Horeb means mountain of God. And the angel of the Lord appeared unto him in a flame of the fire of the midst of a bush. And he looked, and behold, the bush burned with fire, and the bush was not consumed. So it was a great kind of a you know, thing happening, you know, the, 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 a fire, bush burning, but it's not consumed. So Moses said, well, I will go and see this great thing why the bush is not burned. You know, if the churches were on fire, if you are on fire, people would come to see. 
fire just attracts, you know, just... But, you know, we are not dead here, not dead yet. When the Lord saw that he turned to see, God called unto him out of the midst of the bush and said, Moses, Moses, he said, here am I. You know, so we can say this, you know, after 40 years, Moses may be not seeking God anymore. He forgot about the callings and what he had in his heart, but God was seeking him this time. No, and the same is, you know, God calls his best. God knows before the foundation of the world who will be called to deliverance, who will, you know, um, pass the test and who will just simply you know, give up. So, God spoke from the bush, don't come closer, put off thy shoes from off thy feet for the place where on thou standest is holy ground. You know, only on being on the holy ground we can have the exploits. Upon Mount Zion there shall be deliverance and there shall be holiness. Deliverance leads to holiness and Jacob shall possess the, uh, their possessions. Praise the Lord. And then, <clears throat> so he came closer to look at the bush, and <laughs> and um, and the angel said, uh, of the Lord said, I am the God of thy father, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob. Moses hid his face, for he was afraid to look upon God. So no flesh can handle this. The Lord said, I have surely seen the affliction of my people, which are in Egypt. God knows what's going on in the church of these guys around the world. He knows everything. I have heard their cry by reason of their taskmaster, for I know their sorrows. We're living in a season when the when God would be answering the cry of many, God will move in a way we've never seen that before, like in a mighty way, you know. And uh, it's a church of, it's a season of open doors. This year is called the year of open doors in Hebrew calendar, and prophetically prophesied by many in a, you know in a Christian church. And the Lord um, keeps speaking to Moses, I have come to deliver them out of the hand of Egypt, you know, the whole nation. But I know Jesus died on the cross to deliver all of us. He came down from heaven, paid for our sins on the cross, defeated all the works of the, the devil, that we may carry on and set the captives free. But I came down here to deliver the children of Israel from Egyptians, to bring them up out of the land, out of that land, land of Egypt, which is house of bondage, unto a good land and large, unto land flowing with milk, honey, unto a place of Canaanites, Hittites, Amorites, Perizzites, Hivites, Jebusites. God has a good plan for us, for all of us, if we only listen. Now, therefore, behold the cry of the children of Israel. Right now, there's cry of many with this woke culture, with this damaged trance, you know, just victims, you know, just another, you know, another agendas, you know, just uh, this woke culture, you know, just generation they need unbelievable deliverances and unbelievably God is going to move. I had heard the cry of the children of Israel. I've seen the oppression. God has sees this trans agendas, you know, girls, you know, cut off breasts, young men emasculated, you know, testifying before the Congress. 
That girl testified before the Congress, whose breast they cut off. That boy testified by the Congress, both of them teenagers. They were coerced into this insanity. Now the Lord says, um, I have heard the cry. And God, God sees what's going on right now. God hears the, hear the cry of undelivered in the church of Jesus Christ. Come now therefore, and I will send thee unto Pharaoh. <laughs> you will charge Pharaoh, you will charge the devil. That he, might, that he might bring forth my people, the children of Israel, out of Egypt. Here you have Moses' is challenge. God says, I'm going to send you. We are sent out. So, summing up this one, Moses wanted to help, but it was the flesh. You know, and um, he had to spend 40 years to be delivered. God said, yes, good Moses, you wanted to deliver my people, people, but you're doing the wrong way. You need me. And he took him to the wilderness for 40 years to deliver, you know, children of Israel out of the house of bondage. That's where many, many are. So, as you know, some of the big churches, you know, with love, respect, <clears throat> That's enough. You have a big church, so you think everything is all right. But well, actually, the truth is, as God showed in the vision of Naju Southern South Africa in 1986, you had big churches. But Jesus said, I'm not happy with it. Why, Lord? Because, you know, why do you tolerate it? Because there is enough light. Enough doesn't mean much. Enough light to save people, the most important. But the rest, what's going on, this prosperity gospel, this this playing Christian, you know, I know, um, I'm not happy with it. I am the prosperity. So, uh, <clears throat> so Moses knows something about his destiny, as we know that he knew something for the years prior, you know, but tried to do it in the flesh. God, he had to go through the uh, desert grinding process. We all have to go through it the night before he was ready. His flesh had to die. Now he was ready. He didn't think he was ready, but God, God was ready. <laughs> you know, you might be ready, but if God is not ready, you're not ready. So he's calling him to deliverance. When God called me to deliverance, you know, I didn't expect that. I didn't know about deliverance. You know, I didn't ask to be deliverance be in deliverance because I didn't know about deliverance. God called me to deliverance. How can I say no? On top of it, you know, in second vision, I saw, in the first vision, I saw the oppression of God's people. Christians who going with their horns to the church, which, which symbolized being demonized, not even knowing what it was. And with faces blank, uh, faces, you know, just blank like a blank piece of paper. Not, never could be what Jesus wanted them to be unless they get deliverance. First time I did deliverance was in a vision. In the second vision, I saw Jesus face to face and he said, you are in deliverance, so I'm in deliverance. Even it was, you know, when I started in 1985, it was the most unpopular ministry, always being on the outskirts, you know, of this religious landscape. But I'm in deliverance. After 15 years of being in deliverance, God said, you're ready. I'm going to send you to the nations. I never had idea, never came through my mind that I would be going teaching 
You know, I listened to Pastor Worried videos. I never thought I would be teaching on deliverance. Now, whenever I open the Bible, I can preach on deliverance. Now, after 15 years of practicing deliverance, God told me, year 2000, it's time to go. And I, since then, I visited 35 countries. Praise the Lord. So, hallelujah. So, God is ready to send Moses. Moses don't think he's ready, but God sees him to be ready. He said, I will send you. We are all sent out. You'll be sent out when you're ready. In Isaiah 6, 8, also I heard the voice of the Lord saying, Whom shall I send? Who will go for us? Then said I, here am I. Send me. Praise the Lord. Jesus said, many are called. But if you are chosen, we'll talk about it too. <laughs> Praise the Lord. You know, <clears throat> Moses had to be trained. You know, he didn't know that, you know. But now, the most important God is just confirming his calling. He said, you are going to go, Moses. And as you go, as you do what I'm going to tell you to do, you will be learning to really be the commander of my army because you still don't know. You, you will see the troubles my people are going to give it to you. You will see the troubles Pharaoh is going to give it to you. So he's called. It doesn't matter if you're ready. doesn't matter if you know. What matters is who is sending you. <laughs> That's what matters, you know. And then we come to the, I call it the first objection of Moses. Yes, Moses objected five times. I'll be talking about it. Exodus 3.11. God is calling him. He said, I'll send you. You'll bring the children of Israel out of bondage. And Moses said unto God, you know, he said, who am I? Who am I? First objection of Moses is, who am I? <laughs> who am I that I should go to Perah that I should bring forth the children of Israel of Egypt? Who am I? Or do, do you know who you are? Why are you saying who am I? If you know who God is, who cares who, <laughs> you know, where you are? The most important is God is calling you. If he's calling you, the first, first objection is, who am I? Amen. Total lack of identity in Christ in some Christians. Who am I? He didn't realize that if he's called by God, that's enough. But we Christians, who, who are you if you're born again? You are a child of God, born of the Spirit. You have the Holy Spirit in you. You have the power. He said, when the Holy Spirit shall come upon you, you shall receive power. Of, the, of course, not the fullness of power is manifested right away because you would shoot yourself in a foot. But you have it. You have authority. Look, the 19, you are a child of, the, of God, born of the Spirit. So Moses says, who am I? How, how, how is God answering? <laughs> who, who am I that I should go and rebuke the devil? Who am I to do that? To set people free. And God says, Certainly I'll be with you. That should be enough for Moses. Moses, don't ask me a question who you are. Don't ask me, you know, why you should go to Pharaoh. Don't ask me how you're going to bring them out of Egypt. How you're going to deliver them. The most important is I am with you. So God says, For sure I will be with you. It should be enough for Moses. But it's not enough for Moses. It's not enough for lots of Christians. You know, they seeking. They want assurances. You know, they are afraid to give this command and command to go. When God says, certainly, 
I'll be with you means for sure. If God is for me, who can be against me? God is with me. I don't know about all the physics, you know, and all this. I don't have this art of war yet. You know, I did not. But he's calling me to be a general. God called Gideon to be a general. God called Moses to be a general. But I never went to the West Point yet. Doesn't matter. Do you know who who is calling you? Praise the Lord. So if God voice for me, who can be a blessing? So God is going to give me a sign. Amen. He said the sign will be also said one day you will come here and worship God at Horeb. So remember that in the future I said it now. And you know, sitting <laughs> I'll be with you. Well, that means present. Not by might, not by power, but by my spirit. Present is enough. If God be with me, why should I be worrying? Who am I? It's too scary. I'm not called. Yes, you are. You are. If you're born again Christian, you are called. Praise the Lord. Now, Moses says, who am I? And God is telling, said I should go. God already told me, now I am with you. For sure. You will do it. Second objection of Moses. Who are you, God? <laughs> and Moses said unto God, Behold, when I come unto the children of Israel, I shall say unto them, The God of your fathers has sent me unto you, and they shall say unto me, What is his name? What shall I say unto them? Yeah. So God is, God is going to answer. He said, I am. He said to them, I am that I am. And he said, Thus shalt thou say unto the children of Israel, I am has sent me unto you. I am is the name. When you say the name, I am, there's a power in it. You don't have to say too much. I am. When they came to ask Jesus, Jesus said, Who are you looking for? Who are you looking for? Jesus of Nazareth, he said, I am he. And the power that may I am, he said, pushed all the crowd backwards. They all fell backwards. God said unto Moses, I am that I am. And he said, Thus shalt thou say unto the children of Israel, I am has sent, sent me unto you. That reminds me, we sometimes want to convince people about God. We sometimes want to use our intelligence, educated. education as the word of God was not enough. I remember when I got saved, I used to go to the university and try to convert people, convincing them about the existence of God. And one day, one day God said, Joseph, stop it. You're trying to convince them with your intelligence. You know, that I exist. Why don't you just say, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, who can be the best him, shall not die but live. Why don't you say my word? You are ashamed of my word. I said, what? And God said to Moses, don't worry, just say, I am sent me. What does I am mean? It means eternity, always is. He looks at the past, he looks at the present, he looks at the future at the same time. He's not bound by time because he invented time. How he be bound by time? He knew about his pandemic coming. He knew that. The devil also knew it. Why? Because they also live in a timeless dimension. Oh, and uh, 
12 years before that pandemic showed up, you know, just book was released, you know, that such a thing will exist because, you know, 12 years, it's like a half an hour for demons. I don't know, five minutes maybe. <laughs> book was written 52 years ago before the pandemic showed up. But since they are in the timeless eternity demons to them you know 50 years is like an hour or whatever praise the Lord and God said moreover unto Moses thou shalt say unto the children of Israel the Lord God of your fathers the God of Abraham the God of Jacob Isaac and God of Jacob has sent me so he is identifying more you know they know that God of Abraham Isaac and Jacob and he's revealing himself by new name I am send me the God of Israel, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Name is important, you know. You know, because in the name of Jesus we deliver. David confronted Goliath. He says, you come to me with your mighty weapons, but I come against you in the name of the Lord. <laughs> We have his name, Jesus. Just when you don't know how to pray, when you don't have time to pray, when you are in crisis, just say, Jesus! And the whole universe knows that name. It was Jesus who created the whole universe. Therefore, everything has to be subject to that name. There's no name under the heavens where you can be saved. There's Jehovah Nisi. I'm the Lord thy banner. When I was in years ago went to the prophetic conference, you know, in the mornings through the half of the night, if I was awakened, half awakened, deep in sleep, you know, just it was Jehovah Nisi, Jehovah Nisi, Jehovah Nisi in my heart, in my mind, in my mouth. And I woke up with this word in my mouth, Jehovah Nisi, Jehovah Nisi. We can say his name. He's the great I am. He's Jehovah Nisi. He's Jehovah Shalom. You know, he's Jehovah Rapa. I am the Lord that heals thee. When you have pain, just say Jehovah Rapa. Jehovah Rapa means I am the Lord that heals thee. You're just invoking his name and releasing healing. Praise the Lord. So now, Moses knows that God is sending him you know, that his presence with him, that should be enough, you know. Second objection, who are you, God? He knows that he's the God of Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, that his name is the great I Am. And then God says to him, and they shall hearken to your voice when you tell them my name, you know, and... Uh, <clears throat> And I'm sure that the king of Egypt will not let you go. No, no, by a mighty hand. So God knew, knew the troubles, but God was prepared on for it. He knew there would be ten plagues of Egypt, which Moses has to release by using the authority presented by the rod he had. God knows the troubles. He said, I will stretch out my hand and smite Egypt with all my wonders, which I will do in the midst thereof. After that, he will let you go. It takes time and fight. So God knew that the devil will not let you let them go right away, you know, and, and, and 
fellow would say, who is the Lord that I should like, you know, listen to him, you know, and he was deceiving Moses after every plague, after every plague, he was begging him to take away the plague, he did pray to God, God took it away, again he hardened his heart, again and again, over and over, he was hardening his heart, when we harden our hearts, we're going to fall. And the Lord, so it takes time, it took time to deliver children of Israel out of the hand of Pharaoh using all these ten plagues takes time with deliverance. That's why we have the teaching. How long does deliverance take? Jericho strategy takes time. God knew it, it won't be right away. You know, but he said, but at the end, I'll give you the favor. I'll give them the favor. They shall spoil the Egyptians. They will borrow all their jewelry. Would I ever give jewelry to somebody who is knocking on my door and says, I would like to borrow silver and gold from you, you have. I would say, you must be kidding at last. But they were so traumatized by the templates. So when they called by them, the Egyptians opened the door and the Israeli would say, I came to borrow all your gold. They only had to say the word of God. I came to borrow your gold and silver. Have it, have it, have it, have it. Just go, just go, just go. Amazing. When we listen to the Lord, when we go through the, you know, fight, there will be a spoil. Now, was Moses ready? First time he said, Who am I? Second time, Who is God? Third objection, They will not believe me. Oh, he was right. <laughs> hey, fra- my friend, Hey, you know, just, you know, just, Do you know there's such a deliverance? Joseph, Joseph, just over, you are devil conscious. You're giving glory to devil. You see a demon under every bush. That's what happened to me when I came back from Chicago. I was telling happily my church about deliverance, you know. They said, I lost it. I was losing my friends so far, so fast. And came, came Christmas, nobody invited me from my church. You know, and then, but on a Christmas day, I received a phone call from my friends. They said, Joseph, um, I, 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 we think that, uh, I think we're going to believe you what you're talking about. I said, why would you believe me now? Because on the Christmas Eve, to which they did not invite me, it was the day before, we had a party. Yeah, but you didn't invite me. We had a party, came this couple from a cold lake, they were natives, you know, Indians, North American Indians, and as we were fellowshipping, suddenly the woman manifested some strange things, you know, some voices started to speak through her, and everybody, all the ladies freaked out, ran away to other rooms, and men called Pastor Schneider, because little bit knowledgeable about demons because he was to the Amazon tribe <laughs> in Brazil. You know, but I really didn't know about deliverance. But they called me and they said, I, I think we know what you were talking about. Can we bring this couple to you? So it's Christmas Day. When I felt so lonely, nobody invited me on a Christmas Eve. Neither Christmas Day, they came. 
you know, and this native couple is sitting there. So I opened up with a prayer. The moment I did that, that woman, native, jumped on her feet, started to do power dance, power dance, power dance. I said, I rebuke you, devil. What's your name? He said, Lapping Horse. My name is Lapping Horse. <laughs> Lapping Horse was the name of the medicine man on that Indian reserve. Practicing his witchcraft, his medicine, he passed those demons to everybody. So it was like a spider web. <laughs> the medicine man is the spider, you know, and uh, you know, and the web is touching everybody. That's what the Indians deserve. Need in South Dakota, North Dakota, the Indians get saved, but the subcap for no reason the native people resist deliverance. <laughs> she was free. I cast out demon on the Christmas day. <laughs> but, you know, so I know what it means when the Moses said to the Lord, th- his third objection, he's objecting, he's called to deliver. They will not believe me. Not, not many believe me. They said, I lost my... They said, well, you see a demon under every blue bush. I said, wrong. I see more than one. <laughs> we are demon conscious, you know, uh, I said, no, I am God conscious because I am God conscious. I know what the devil is doing. Do you? <laughs> Praise the Lord. And uh, so I know what it means. People don't believe in deliverance, you know. <laughs> so we come to point number four. <laughs> and that fourth objection of Moses, he says to the Lord, I'm not eloquent, Lord. You know, I, you know, you know, Lord, I'm stuttering. I'm not a man of a good speech. You know, why you mean sending me to be a speaker to Pharaoh and to children of Israel? Pharaoh will kill me. Children of Israel will laugh at me. I don't want to go. Lord, I'm not eloquent. Neither here for nor since thou hast spoken unto thy servant. I am slow of speech, slow of tongue, Lord. You know, I'm stuttering. So why would God call somebody who is stuttering? Okay, doesn't make mistake. Doesn't matter if you're stuttering. Doesn't matter in what shape you are. What matters is God is calling you. If God is calling you, you will succeed 100%. But of course, he's, he's doubting God. And God said unto him, Moses, who has made man's mouth? You know, you, you can open your mouth and give commands. Who, ha- who maketh the dumb, or deaf, or the sing, or the blind? Have not I the Lord? I decide. Now therefore go, and I will be with your mouth. I will teach you what you say, say what you shall say. He should have just said, yes, Lord, but he, yes, sir, but he didn't. You know, he, then he was arguing with God. Why do God choose somebody who is stuttering? Why God chooses lots of foolish things, Bible says. It's not by might, not by power, by right spirit, says the Lord. God will fight the battles, not you. Praise the Lord. Well, we sometimes forget that. Therefore, we should, um, we should you know, um, exhort ourselves before the battles, yeah? Like, I don't know if you know that, children of Israel, when they were going to the battle, before they start the fighting, the priest would speak to all the soldiers, Deuteronomy 20 verse 1 to 4, 
his words were words of God, therefore they had power, encouraging, empowering. He would say like that, when you go out to battle against thy enemies, Deuteronomy chapter 20, verse 1 to 4, when you go out to the battle against thy enemies, see as horses, chariots, people more than you, be not afraid for them, for the Lord thy God is with thee, which brought thee up out of the land of Egypt. Remember that army? And it shall be when you are come night to the battles that the priest shall approach and speak unto the people what the priest will speak to the soldiers, the word of God. Our Lord God is good, sharp, powerful, and shall say unto them, Hear, O Israel, you approach this day unto battle against your enemies. Let not your heart faint. Fear not, do not tremble, neither be terrified because of them. Obviously, lots of had fear. So God had to deal with it. But the Lord your God is he that goes with you. Before you go anywhere, ask God to be with you. He will go before you to fight for you against your enemies to save you. You have, Bible says in Judges 5.20, the stars of heaven fought against Sisera. Stars of heaven are the angels. Sisera was the Philistine, you know, just Lord. So angels are behind the scenes helping us. Praise the Lord. And uh, so then he said, you know, Moses said, I'm not eloquent in his first objection to the Lord, you know, just to remind you, <laughs> to remind you he was not ready. He sings such a mighty thing as burning bush, God speaking, he's, he, he's, he's still not convinced. The first thing he said, who am I? The second, who are you, God? You know, still objection. They will not believe me for subjection. I'm not eloquent. What did God say? The, the next objection was this. After God told them, don't worry, I'll be with your mouse. I will teach you. You know, I created the mouse, Moses. Stop complaining. Stop your excuses. What was the first objection of Moses? After God told him, no worry, I'm with your mouse. He said, oh my Lord, send I pray thee by hand of whom thou wilt send. Send somebody else. That's what he's saying. Since still after seeing that burning bush, God speaking to him, assuring him, he says, God, maybe there's somebody else. Well, God did find somebody else. It was Aaron. God said, okay, when we object, object, God will agree, but you lose your blessing. Lots of blessings, yeah? Like, Deborah, prophetess Deborah spoke to Barak, the chief of the general of the army of Israel. Go against Sisera, the Lord is with you. He said, I will not go unless you go with me. Prophetess Deborah, who was the judge, said, I will go, but the honor will be taken away from you. There is honor destroying God's enemies and given to a woman. Two women got the honor. Deborah and Joel. So, he said, send somebody else. God said, okay, Aaron is going to speak. I'll speak to you. I'll be like God. I am God speaking to you. You give your, you be like God to Aaron. You give him words. Praise the Lord. Send somebody else. Why would God send somebody else if he's sending you? So many people say, I'm not called to deliverance. It's too scary. What get deliverance from a spirit of fear? 
Stop complaining. <laughs> Typical Christians. <laughs> Let somebody else do it, you know. I was not called to deliverance ministry. Everybody is called. Not everybody might specialize in deliverance like I do, but everybody is called to deliverance ministry. Everybody. Bible said, this son shall follow him that believe. Go preach the gospel. Whoever believes shall be baptized. This son shall follow them believe the first sign. It's not speaking in tongues, it's not healing, it's deliverance. Why? Because people after they were saved, they were delighted, delivered, delivered, delivered. Ten years later, they walked strong in the Lord. You know, oh, I am so weak, you know, I am some business is scary. You know, you know, people come to our meeting, they support the walls sometimes, they are afraid. When I was in Chicago, you know, this man stood up and said, how do you pray deliverance for somebody who has black belt in karate? Well, it is a good question because Pastor Wally flew through the air when Spirit of Karate manifested. And then another guy stood up. He was kind of a really bulky, you know, well-built. <coughs> he said, I am from Los Angeles. I belong to... Hells Angels, I used to be the reinforcer. I used to break people's heads with a baseball bat to get the money. But then I got saved and two grandmas, fragile, really grandmas, delivered me from the spirits of violence, murder, and everything else. Bible says, look tonight here, give you power, authority to tread upon serpents and scorpions over all the power of the enemy. Nothing, 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 nothing by no Michel Hitchu. Nothing by no Michel Hitchu. When God says nothing by no Michel Hitchu, that's what it means. I had huge guys. Like huge. I'm like nothing to them. But I ran there, I said, down on your knees right now, you devil. They, they're slowly going down. I had people running from the back. I'm going to kill you. <laughs> Usually, you know, just I was laughing and the guy dropped like in front of the pulpit. He dropped on the on the floor. Another time in Poland, I started mass deliver, and this woman from Enengu is running against me. I'm laughing already. I don't know why. It's you know, she just somehow missed me by inches, dropped on the floor, and a bunch of guys went on top of her. She was not just nobody. She was trained in Israeli army in the special, you know, just defenses. So she could whack me down, you know, if God allowed it, you know, but we all sent to do deliverance, don't worry about that, a child can, <laughs> my pastor's uh, wife in Chicago, six-year-old girl came to her to play with her during the workshop, she was being irritated by her, saying, get away, get away, and the six-year-old girl suddenly put her hand on her chest and said, hated of children, come out, took few guys to hold down my pastor's wife when those demons hated of children manifest. Later on, where did she work? Dakers, quietly praying for children, breaking curses. <laughs> you know, public place. Praise the Lord. So, send somebody else. No, 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 no. God wants you to confront the devil. You know, David confront Goliath. You can confront to just get deliverance from spirit of fear and stop this excuses. 
Praise the Lord, you know. No, let somebody pray and fast so I can be delivered. Well, yeah, well, it's good somebody pray and fast, but you, God wants to use you too. Praise God. God wants to use everybody. When God showed up to Gideon, and of the Lord says, Oh, mighty man of valor, you are being sent to defeat the Midianites. Gideon was looking around who is he talking to because he did not consider himself <laughs> mighty man of valor but if God declares you are mighty man of valor you are that's what it matters We are, God declared all of us born again more than conqueror, conquerors so Jesus Christ who loved us and died for us so we all mighty men of valor. We have the power of the Holy Spirit, the power of the whole, which created the whole universe. We have the Holy Spirit. He said, if I, by the Spirit of God, cast out devils, you have it. Just practice, practice, practice. I like, you know, doing deliverances, but I like teaching people how to do deliverance. I'm going, you know, in two weeks to... um Congo Brazzaville for the first time then I'm going to uh, um, to Benin you know the cradle of voodoo doing 301 because they are trained because of the voodoo yeah God is opening the heavens doing 301 from there I come back two weeks only I'm going to Berlin Germany wow the Nazi spirits all those <laughs> it's not about just school for the sake of school it's about the whole country of Germany Praise God. Amen. So God sent Gideon too. He had excuses. He said, I'm the least in the, my tribe of Manasseh. Don't say you're the least. I am with you. You're going to defeat them. Go. So, first objection. So, coming back, first objection of Moses. Who am I? Second objection of Moses. Who are you, God? So, what shall I tell them? The third objection. They will not believe me. Fourth objection. I'm not eloquent. First objection, please send somebody else. On the sixth objection, God wanted to kill Moses, believe it or not. Bible says Exodus chapter 4 verse 20 and Moses took his wife and his sons and set them upon an ass and he returned to the land of Egypt he was going to go to back to Egypt and Moses took the rod of God in his hand which God showed him you can use this rod which is rod of authority the rod became you know snake the rod, you know and you know so that's what we have Christians rod of authority and as he decided finally to obey and go Bible says verse 24 and came to pass by the way in the end they stayed for a overnight that the Lord met him and sought to kill him why? because he partial obedience then Zipporah his wife took a sharp stone cut off the foreskins of her sons that means circumcision and cast it at his feet and said surely a bloody husband are done doubt to me so you see bloody husband is in the Bible Bible talks also a bloody city so he let him go then she said a bloody husband thou art because of the circumcision why did God want to kill Moses the covenant he could not send you know Moses who was partially obedient you know to see to set free circumcised people in is in Egypt to pull them out out of hand of this his uncircumcised uncircumcised Egyptians 
if he did not have his own children in subjection, if he was not subjection to God, because he couldn't, he had to go in the power of the covenant, God of Abraham, his covenant, he was out of the covenant, was not circumcised, was be out, so this family like that would be cast out. His sons were not circumcised, and God wanted to kill him. Bible says he wanted to kill him. It says he wanted to kill him. Of course, God knew it that his wife was going to obey. Why did he? Why he didn't circumcise them? Maybe his wife objected this, this thing. You know, she knew her husband was circumcised, but no way she's going to allow her sons to be circumcised. But when she saw the Lord wanted to kill Moses, her husband, she said, "Ah, you bloody husband, have it." Have it. <laughs> she threw the foreskins at his feet. Praise the Lord. Now Moses was ready. What about you? My friend, are you ready? <laughs> Do not limit God. Like like Moses tried to limit God with his, all his excuses how to get out from this calling. You know, just do not limit God. Bible says in the whole wilderness they limited the Holy One of Israel when he wanted to do great things. Don't limit God. If he's calling you, he's calling everybody to be in deliverance. He might not specialize the way I do because of the lack of it. Deliverance knowledge in the body of Christ worldwide and the absolute necessity for it in, in the church worldwide. I specialize in it, but to do deliverance, Everybody can do it. When you are weak, he's strong. A child can do it. I gave you an example of a six-year-old girl who did that in Chicago. It was God who let her to play, try to play with my pastor's wife. It was God who caused her to lay hands on the, her chest said, You hated of children come out. And she manifested hatred. Oh, praise the Lord. So, Brothers and sisters, we are in a God calling every Christian. So, hey, go to Mark sixteen seventeen. You know, just you know, just look, meditate on this verse because <clears throat> this is for our times. We are born for such a time as this. We have to be a, a, equipped for such a time of this. We have to know about deliverance. You know, and skills of deliverance we have to possess and, and you know, know about the spiritual warfare. We have to know about the spirit realm. Oh, I don't want to know about the devil. You better. Because we don't fight against flesh and blood. And in this hour, in this season, the devil is speed up, sinks so fast with depravity that he's, we surpass Sodom and Gomorrah. If God did not just forgives us, he would have to pardon Sodom and Gomorrah. Children, sex being changed in the name of science, even three years old and four years old can, you know, just, uh, you change, can change their sex. There's the prestigious university and the prestigious medical department in California. They lost their minds. It's unbelievable, this whole culture in fourth generation. When you start to redefine what God created, redefine family, redefine marriage, you know, redefine sex, you know, what's left, you redefine the word of God. <laughs> Bible says if you add to the word or take it away, God is going to give it to you. So God is coming with his judgments, you know, just... Um, we we are <laughs> put the seatbelt on because we're going through lots of shaking to the to the 
good ending, which is, I believe, God's. It's not, he didn't have to do that. God didn't have to do that. He can bring the judgment now. He can bring the hour of Antichrist now. But God wants to see harvest of soul. They're literally, believe it not, I read it. There are places people never reached with the gospel yet. And Bible says, this thing should be preached to the four ends of the world, and the end shall come. And we are in the year 5784. <laughs> Whoa, what if, I'm not saying that, says the Lord, what if the hour of Antichrist is not in our lifetime? Are you going to just keep hiding in the bush or fighting now? Now. Now it's that time arise and shine. You know, Mordecai said to Esther, <laughs> you came for such a time as this, and if you don't do that, God, you know, you and your household will be destroyed, but the Lord will bring deliverance from another source. Brother and sister, we are privileged to know about deliverance, future warfare. God is uh, God speeding up, you know, uh, it's a year of an open door, you know, and suddenly, you know, the Lord opened the door after five years of spying Japan. Suddenly I have invitation to go to Japan. After, you know, all this, uh, I, I'm going for the first time to Germany, Japan. School will be in Japan finally. Germany, you know, just, you know, I started in England, UK. Uh, Benin right now. So the Lord is opening up. He will, he's going to equip his church, you know. He's coming for a bread. There shall be deliverance and there shall be holiness and Jacob shall possess his possession. For we being delivered from the hands of our enemies can serve him without fear. There's so much fear in the blood of Christ in holiness, righteousness all the days of our lives. Father God, thank you. Bless you. Lord God, make everybody ready, Father God. It is a ready, ready army. Ready army, Father God, in Jesus' name. Train them, Father God. Bless them, Father God. Let everybody move upon the whole world. Bless the schools of deliverance, traveling school of deliverance all around the world. Give us, Lord God, Lord God, the speed, Father God, of David from Ziglag till he got the, the Lord God, the Amalekites, Father God, I think, Lord God. And uh, give us the speed, Father God, of Joshua, Lord God, to save the Gibeonites, Father God, and uh, in Jesus' name. We thank you, Lord. We bless you, Lord. Amen. I say amen to that. My friend, what would uh, you like to title the broadcast for today? (laughs) Moses called to deliverance, lessons from Exodus. Okay, excellent. Yeah, uh, Brother Joseph, great teaching today. Yeah. What can a person do if they would like to contact you and learn more about deliverance or support your ministry? Give out your details. Yeah, our website is jesusdelivers.com. As you go on it, you see below, you scroll, you see first thing you see where we're going, the countries, yeah. And uh, then you see Friday Night Live. Every Friday is Deliverance Workshop. Preach on different deliverance topic at 7 p.m. Mountain Time. You can, you can connect, watch it, 
even get deliverance if you send us before I, we start deliverance it appears on a on a screen monitor beside the pulpit you know the people's requests or you can send it even before in an email whatever you know so and then um on the, our website you know Charging School of Deliverance the main one is uh, donate you know so you know our aim is to flood the whole world you know with deliverance knowledge and spiritual movement so we are in a kind of a blitzkrieg it's a German term for a quick rapid you know just uh, you know just advance using smaller force you know um, we want to flood the whole world with the knowledge of deliverance spiritual warfare if you bless us if you support us only once this year you'll be prayed for not only to the end of this year but also the whole year next year every day lifted up in prayer on Tuesday specific prayers for those who decided to support us this year we pray for everybody who gave last year even once so you gave and uh, we know who you are when you give, you know, and we pray for you. So that's that's it, you know. Uh, remember this, brothers. To for us, this is not a business. We don't make money. When we go to Africa, we pay for everything. We get zero, nothing. I don't get more money here in Edmonton. We never have money anyway. But the money comes always for mission, which proves uh, the saying: When God sends, He provides. You know. So we, when we go to Africa, Benin and Togo, right now. We pay for everything, for the flights, for the accommodations over there. We print locally the manual 101. We print the diplomas. We pay for the lunch. It's all us. If we go to Europe, they can be, you know, just, uh, you know, um, and kind of loving and give us lap print, you know. But otherwise, we go because God tells us to go. That's all. Amen. If you don't have it in your heart, passion for deliverance, you know, you'll be looking, well, what am I going to get from it? Uh, we get nothing, and I visited 24 African countries. Yeah. Most of the time I get nothing anyway, because, you know, I take others, or whatever somebody, they try to give me. If I go to Europe, they might bless me, but I invite others to go with me. I train them, you know, from England, from Japan, and I pay for everything for them, you know for their coming here Amen that's it, pray for us we will surely pray for you every Tuesday we pray for everybody extensively, every day general covering every support in my prayers as long as I pray for people in, the, in our ministry for all our worship team and all our supporters God knows who you are you know, even if you gave once, I always remind God, even those who gave once, even last year. But on Tuesday we meet, we pray extensively for every aspect of your life, your marriage, your family. If you're not married, we pray that so you'll be get married. If you want a children you don't have, we pray for that, change of job, new business, new careers. We cover everything. I have general prayer because people have different desires of the heart. So that's every Tuesday. So that's our deal. <laughs> you bless us, we bless you back. Amen. Praise that's God. It. Folks, be a part of it. And uh, Brother Joseph, when are you scheduled to go to London, England to do your meeting over there? 
it, it will be already set up. So it's um, England is in. At first, I go to Czech Republic. My, you know, um, to see my student from Japan, and and then talk to the pastor there because they already translated one on one into Czech language. So there will be just general kind of a, a talks. From there, I'm going to two years to England, to London it will be uh, Michael Cummings, one of the last, you know, just older generation deliverance pastors so it will be May 9 10 and 11 Okay. so, so you... let everybody know who you know yes. about that school in because as I said, this is not a school for the sake of school or another school, isn't it great you know, it is about UK because UK is in such a decline and God through the schools opens heaven that's what it does messing up something in a spirit realm a school literally is an altar of the Lord that's what it is Amen Okay. Amen Praise the Lord my friend thank you for coming on today would you like to close us in prayer Father God, we just thank you that we are born for such a time as this. I seal this word in the hearts of everybody with the blood of Jesus Christ. Lord God, I pray, Lord God, confirmation of the call to deliverance. Everybody is called. People will not be afraid, Lord God. He teaches my hands to fight and my fingers to battle. Lord Jesus, you will teach as you taught me. You, the captain of the armies of the Lord, it is you who I saw who called me to deliverance, Lord. It's you. You empower me by the Holy Spirit. So I pray, bless everybody, bless whoever will hear this message that they uh, shake it off. All like sluggishness, passivity, Lord God, and get into deliverance. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Brother, we thank you for coming on today. It was a great word. So God bless you, and um, Amen. we're going to see you again on the 22nd of February. Yeah, 22nd, four days before I go to Africa, yes. Okay, excellent, my brother. God richly okay. bless you. Keep up the good work, and we'll see you again soon. Amen. Bless you all. Thank you, Amen. Brother Joseph. Folks, Brother Joseph Jasinski, did you enjoy that teaching tonight? Hey, did you all enjoy today's program? We're not done yet. Tomorrow, we're going to be back for more. And uh, let's see what the schedule is going to be for Friday. We're going to be on... Oh, wow. I'm glad to check the schedule. We're going to be doing a program in the morning, which is night here for me tonight. Okay, 9 a.m. Eastern. We're going to have the general on Ivory Hopkins. John Terrell, tomorrow night at 7. Lou Young and the Demon Hotline at 8 to 10 Eastern, and Dr. Hanson at 10. And then I think after that, we're going to do Speak My Word. Okay, we got a full schedule for you tomorrow. In fact, I got all month booked up until like the last two days, and doing booking even as we speak tonight. We're going to be welcoming on some new guests. We're going to have Matt Monarch on Thursday the 15th. The return of Bart Sebrell the man who wrote the book about the moon hoax. We've got a lot of great stuff coming up, and I uh, have reached out to um, a couple people tonight also to get them booked, so 
I am in booking mode. I meant what I said. We're going to fill this thing up for you. Okay, just a couple of quick announcements and we're going to get out of here. Uh, go to my website, omegamanradio.com. I made some recent updates this week. Check it out if you haven't been over there already. Also, did you get an email from me earlier today? If not, you're not on the mailing list. So what you need to do, if you'd like to be on the mailing list, is go to omegaman.substack.com because I sent a blast out to about 3,000 people. And basically what I did is I went through and um, pulled all my emails and I decided to send a one-off to refresh it and see who wants to be on the email list or not and direct people to going over to the omegaman.substack.com to register. That's where my new um, email system is set up. And also in that email, I put in there that if you want access to the vault, it's only to people who have subscribed to the Substack email list. That's a free subscription, but you've got to sign up. Uh, the vault, which is 10,000 plus shows, are only going to be available to people who are on the mailing list. Now, the stuff that we're doing currently, we call Season 13 going forward. Yeah, you can get that right now going over to Podbean, but the whole vault, the whole archive, only to those that have signed up to Substack. So if you're not on there, you won't have access. And um, that's all I'm asking in return for access to that list. There's no charge. But um, you do want to sign up over there, omegaman.substack.com, if you have not done so already. And uh, also check your email spam bulk folder because you may actually have gotten something from me and it's sitting over there in a bulk folder. Okay, Either way, this is just an opportunity um, to call that list and find out who uh, still connected with us and wants to be connected and who doesn't. And so there we are. I just want to freshen that thing up. Um, what else do I need to mention? I want to thank those of you who have supported this program. We would not have been able to do the programs that we've just done today even without the help of those that have helped us. We've got a small core of people that have helped us. And, um, you know, for example, that uh, email blast that I sent out, 5,000 people, let's say. Um, over half of those emails were delivered. Some bounced back or some were rejected uh, by the servers. But only 10% of the people who got the emails, that was well over, let's say, 2,500 people, I can confirm, got it. Only 10% even bothered to open up the email. And only 1% actually did something with it, clicked on a link. So, you know, 90% didn't even open it. 10% clicked on it but took no action. 1% took action. And look at the parallel with the Bible. God gave us his word. I wonder what percentage have even opened up that book and read it. And then of that, what percentage actually obey God's word? I bet it's 1%. I would not be surprised if 90% will never open up that word. And those that do, only 10% will read it. And only 1% will act upon it. We probably got statistics like that. Because just saying, it says, straight is the gate, narrow is the way, and few be that enter therein. Not saying my mailing list is the Bible. I'm not trying to make that comparison. But I got to thinking about that. 
that's probably the brutal statistics out there. I remember back in the day when I used to uh, be in the infomercial business as a media buyer for some infomercials. And uh, there was a statistic that only about 2% who actually see the show and order, even actually do something with the kit and open it up. Most of them just bought it and put it on their shelf. Never took action. Very few will take action. Many are called, few are chosen. And those who are chosen, very few are faithful. That's the statistics that the Lord is dealing with, sadly. And I hope you and I are in the 1% that take action. I really do. Okay. That's all I have to say. Thank you again to those that support this program. All you got to do is support it at $1 a month and you are a bona fide supporter and you get fruit. Some go to the front line, some stay behind with the stuff. They get an equal share. That was the way David set it up and I believe the Lord's the same way. When you, when you step forward and say, look, I'll do something. I'll throw a dollar in the pot to help you fuel these shows. I believe you get credit on your, your books in heaven. God keeps good books. And if you can do more, well, praise God. Some God will bless to abound a great work. And I'm praying that uh, on the entrepreneurial side, I have a couple things that I would, I would like to see launch. And if they were to take off, man, I'm going to be able to abound all kinds of good work. That's the whole plan. It takes, you know, it's more blessed to give than to receive. Because when you give, you are going to receive back from the Lord. God is not a man that he should lie. He watches over his word to perform it. From the blessings that he promises in Malachi 3 and elsewhere. You bless the poor, God will remember and return it to you. You bless Israel, there's a special blessing, Genesis 12, 3. The tithe and offering are the Lord's Malachi 3. And there's many promises in the Word of God. But many people never take action for various reasons. And uh, this is not a, a hard sales pitch, but I just want to say thank you to those that have stepped forward. And I was shocked. 1% actually even clicked on a link, went over to Substack. Well, Substack so, well, you know, be careful what you ask for. That may be all that's interested. But I am thankful for the 1%. And I know God is thankful for the one. The straight is the gate, narrow is the way people. Praise the Lord. Thank you again. God richly bless you a thousandfold. And um, for those that would like to support the program, you can certainly do that anytime. One time love offering, come on every month, whatever you want to give, that's up to you and God. Um, it will fuel this, and we're going to go as far as we're able to go. Go to OmegaManRadio.com. Love to hear some feedback from you. Uh, thank you to those that do take time to write and give us some feedback and encouragement. Um, if you've got some suggestions on guests, love to hear from them. I've actually just started a notepad here, and I'm writing down people that I want to get booked. I've got eight people here to follow up with. We're going to get Sam Nix back, Micah Bell, John Kyle, Jerome Slides Off, Johnny D. I want to get him back to preach. Get Mark Shine on to preach. Gary Wayne, Sheila Holm, just made contact with her again. And more. I'm going to go after a lot of new guests to supplement what we've got. We'll just create new time periods if we need to. I mean, if I need to go do 10 shows a day, we'll do it. 
whatever it takes, I'm ready to go. And um, we are on the ground here running for 2024, going to go full speed ahead. Um, Again, I've got a bunch of new links that you want to check out on OmegaManRadio.com. While you're there, scroll down the bottom and play uh, Missile Command. (laughs) It's a lot of fun. Love you all. God bless you, Father. God bless everyone that has given. Bless those that have prayed for us. And bring in those that you would have to hear this program. Give us favor to expand this program far and wide. In Jesus Christ's name, amen. All these shows are free. There's never going to be any charge. No membership fees, nothing. It's all free. Help yourself. I've got everything uploaded, including uh, four new um, reloaded programs. I'm going to do basically one per day. But if you want the entire archive, you don't want to wait 10 years for it, you've got to get on the Substack list because only those people that are will have access to the full vault. And uh, I am working on that right now. We hope to have it done inside two weeks, if not sooner. And those that are on that list will get a, um, a message from me with how to log in. It'll be a special system. Love you all. God bless you. We'll see you uh, tomorrow morning. Those like tune in, 9 a.m. Eastern. OmegaManRadio.com.